the stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are kicking off our reviews of the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. This is part one of the Guardian reviews. We're going to take a look at Obsidian Bracelet, Bolas, Breach the Door, and Grievous Wound. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisperer in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these player card reviews. Speaking of amazing members of the community, George Theosophilus is the latest patron to Embrace the Darkness. Thank you very much, George, for your support. It is greatly appreciated, and I hope that your run through the Scarlet Keys campaign is a good one. If you'd like to be amazing like George and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to Patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Coleman Rochitti for the amazing art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the Whisper in Darkness logo, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back, Arkham Horror fans, to the channel. We have returned. Well, at least uh, some of us have uh, returned. Matastrophic and I are here to uh, review the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion that was uh, released in October or November, depending uh, on where you are in the world. Unfortunately, uh, Nate uh, has been studying non-Euclidean geometry, and, uh, well, he's gone. He's he is literally banished. lost in time and space. Literally, like, so... Uh, he's between the dimensions now. We can't find him. If you can find him, send, just just let us know. I, I, I just want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Matastrophic and I are going to uh, press on with the reviews until... Uh, Nate Lost in Time and Space returns from whatever uh, dimension has uh, consumed him. Uh, we are going to start off with the Guardian cards as usual. Uh, we are going to uh, review the customizable cards in this set uh, at the end. Uh, a lot of the customizable cards are like three or four cards in one, so uh, those really deserve uh, videos of their own. So we're going to uh, review all of those at the end of the review cycle. Each class received three customizable cards, and so that will uh, take uh, quite a bit of time to uh, to go through some of those. As some of them are, are quite, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say complicated, but there's, there's a lot of uh, abilities to go through and stuff like that. So we're going to take a look at those at the end. We're using the same rating system as usual. We are going to start off with Obsidian Bracelet. It is a three-cost asset with a willpower skill icon, the item and charm trait. Obsidian Bracelet may only be assigned damage and or horror dealt by treachery effects. Obsidian Bracelet may be assigned damage and or horror dealt to other investigators at your location. It has three health, three sanity, and takes up a hand slot. What do you think about this one, Matastrophic? 
I think this one is a. Uh, it's actually pretty decent. Um, I immediately want to compare it to True Grit and something worth fighting for from previous sets. So the thing about Obsidian Bracelet is that it has, uh, it costs the same as both of those. It has three health and three sanity instead of three health or three sanity, and also does the thing where you can, it can take damage and you know or, or horror from for your friends. The only thing, though, that I think it holds back Obsidian Bracelet is the fact that it's a hand slot, which is kind of... Yeah, that hand slot, I think, really hurts yeah. this card. Yeah, in a traditional Guardian in particular. Um, yeah, because the other two are uh, they're, they're slotless, which is pretty nice because they didn't interfere with anything. I think if this was slotless, this would actually be pretty sweet. Yeah, because you've got the restriction that it can only be assigned damage and horror dealt by treacheries. So, like, when I see that, I kind of want to slot it into a traditional guardian because if the if you're a traditional guardian and you're dealing with all the enemies, that means you're preventing all the damage from being dealt by enemies to your uh, you know to your friends, and then what's left is treachery effects, which Obsidian Bracelet would cover. Yeah, but the fact that it's a hand slot, it kind of it kind of hinders you from doing that you know, dealing with the enemies. So, like, I just wish it was either slotless or an accessory because um, Guardians don't have a lot of competition for accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, like I took a look at this card, and uh, I think it's, you know, they design a lot of the cards in this set for the investigators, and it seems pretty clear that this was designed with Carson in mind because Carson has twos across the board, and so he mm -hmm. is... Uh, he is definitely uh, in danger from the encounter deck basically having its way with him. With okay, twos, that across, would make sense, actually. twos across the board, you're not going to be passing a whole lot of treacheries without some oh. help. And so having a card like this that prevents the damage and horror from, or that can soak damage and horror from treachery effects is is very useful. But mm -hmm. man, that hand slot is, is really, really painful. And uh, yeah. I took a look at some of the Carson builds. Now, granted, there aren't a lot of them on Arkham DB. Um, I'm ignoring the uh, the grief deck on there, uh, but uh, even the few uh, Carson builds that are out there now, they're all using Runic Axe as their main weapon, which of course takes oh, that's two, two handed, which takes two yeah. hands. So this card is sort of DOA in Carson. And I think in a lot of sort of traditional guardians, it's just not going to make the cut either because either they're going to be wielding two-handed weapons. I think the one Carson deck I saw was Runic Axe. The other was Sledgehammer. Same difference, you know, using two-handed weapons. Uh, mm -hmm. In other, you've got shotgun, you've got lightning gun, you know, the list goes on. And even if you're not using two-handed weapons, you're probably using like... A weapon in one hand and maybe have a backup weapon in your other or some maybe okay. a flashlight or something like that and and i agree with you i think that if this had been slotless it would have been a lot more interesting and i think it's worth noting that in those carson decks where you'd sort of expect to see this card they're playing hallowed mirror instead because it does take up the accessory slot it doesn't provide soak but it does provide healing which and hallowed mirror is a pretty pretty good card in its own right so yeah, yeah I, I sort of feel I, like this one is didn't quite although, hit the mark 
Although I would actually consider, if this was accessory, I would actually consider it kind of almost like an alternative to Hallowed Mirror because it is providing three health soak and three sanity soak for your friends. Whereas Hallowed Mirror, you have to like, you have to play Soothing Melody multiple times to get to that point. Man, this would be just a perfect accessory as a nice alternative to Hallowed Mirror. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would kind of like this. Even in Carson, it'd be great as an accessory because then, because as you say, if he's going to fail treacheries, then it's great he has Obsidian Bracelet to like deal with it. I think it could have a home in Amina. Yeah, it is a charm. So yeah. Amina is all about, I believe, level zero to four, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And yeah. she seems to be the one who is uh, geared towards, you know, having a bunch of her hands full and then getting extra hand slots by converting her uh, arcane slots into additional hand slots. So perhaps uh, it will find a home there. But yeah, the I'm... reason I actually say that is because, okay, so one thing about Amina is that she has threes in all four stats. Yeah, my kind of lady, right? What that means, there is a slight downside to that. It means that she's not, because she doesn't have like a five in agility or a five in willpower, it means that if she runs into some, say, a rotting remains or a um, grasping hands, something basic like that, you know, she has a decent chance without without boosting of, of failing that test by one or two. And then the, that's where the Obsidian Bracelet could come into play, is that because she has all threes, she's able to just fail random treacheries by like one or two and then this would soak up the consequences of them yeah I, I i think there's something to that and if you can't afford it as amina just put a doom on it it costs three that's the magic number for amina yeah i think uh, you know the co I, I did mention here on our list here that the cost is a bit high as well for uh something that isn't a weapon and a hand slot for a guardian three yeah. is a bit on the pricey side i think uh hallowed mirror goes for two yeah. So that's a that's yeah. another consideration. How would you uh, rate this one? Elder thing. Yeah. I think it would be a, a nice zero if it was a um if it was a accessory. But as 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 a hand slot, nah, elder thing. I wouldn't it's not terrible, but it's not ten it's not exactly auto fail either. Because it's still it's decent amount of soak and it yeah helps, yeah. Yeah, I think the soak and the, you know the health and sanity is very generous, but the hand slot really uh, makes yeah. this this a difficult uh, pick. I'll give it a uh, an elder thing as well. The next card we're going to take a look at is Bolas. It is a one cost event that has uh, a combat and agility skill icon and the tactic trait. Evade, attempt to evade using combat instead of agility. If you succeed and the enemy is non elite, attach Bolas to it. Attached enemy gets minus one evade value. Forced after attached enemy moves, exhaust it. I kind of feel like I have been waiting for a card like this one. Just to have one copy in my guardian deck, just in case I need to evade an enemy that I mm -hmm. don't want to fight. I quite like the... the fact that this attaches to an enemy and gets it minus one evade and then basically hobbles it for the remainder of the game so that if it yeah. if you have to leave and it has to chase you it always exhausts so you're not going to yep. get attacked during the enemy phase and then if you need exactly. to evade it during your turn you're good to go you've got a you know that extra evade what do you think about this one i do like it 
I think it has a home when dealing with high health non-elites, like five. Yeah. You know, things that are just it's like a bag of hip a bag of health to deal with. I think the attached enemy moves to exhausted effect. I think it's a pretty elegant way to uh, deal with the danger of like the downside of evading, and that is hunters still hunt you, and then when they when they hunt, they immediately jump on you, and you have no window to deal with that. I think this pretty elegantly solves that problem of uh, hunters coming after you, even though you've evaded them. So I I kind of like this card actually. I think it solves a problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This when I saw this card initially, I was I was it really uh, piqued my interest. And the the enemy that I immediately think of when I see cards like this is the mindless dancers from before the Black Throne, where yeah they have very high fight values a ton of hit points and there i think their evade is three so throwing throwing ebolas around them drops them to two if you don't want to have to deal with them and the problem with those is that they they also bounce in and out of play quite frequently so killing Uh them is kind of a pain because Uh you're wasting a lot of resources for something that could be back the very next turn exactly that's true and so throwing ebolas on them keeps them on the table at least until the board resets and you don't have to deal with them again which is kind of nice yeah i guess the the one thing i would say is that if you're looking for an alternative to this card daring has been an option since dream eaters that if you're just looking for sort of a one card skill solution you have uh, daring available but yeah i I actually quite like this one uh quite like this card yeah i like i'm thinking about it compared to um sweep kick sweep kick it costs an xp but it's still it's one it does something evadey you know sweep kick does deal deals two damage it evades it so okay that's pretty good actually like it's a lot of good value there this one, okay, so it doesn't do any damage. It just evades it. And if your intention is to like not defeat it and just let it chase you and never really catch up with you, I'm thinking like a solo situation where you blow through locations pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at zero XP. I like it. Yeah. Because yeah. you do find yourself in a situation in solo where it's just like, I don't really want to kill this thing. Or you don't have time to kill the thing you need to get mm-hmm. moving and so being able to to use this and then uh, get ahead Just of it run away run yeah. away is is pretty nice how would you rate this one um i don't think i'm quite ready to go elder sign but i'm i'm debating between zero and plus one i think i was gonna settle on a zero i think it's it's a nice tool to have in your toolbox i'd uh-huh. play a copy at least i'm not sure if i'd be prepared to play to commit more than more than a deck slot to it depending on the scenario i think this card i actually quite like this card as a uh in those rogues who can take adaptable as well where oh yeah if you're in a scenario where the enemies happen to be tougher or you know are very bolaable rogues that can get adaptable can swap this card in for that scenario and then swap it out oh that's right and then i'm now i'm thinking yeah then now you've reminded me of a slip away card which i in my opinion has been totally power crept over and partially this this kind of helps with that i think i'm going to go plus one for that alone i think it's not i think you could build a whole deck around stuff like this this is this is something i've been wanting to see for a long time like the evade focus guardian 
Mm-hmm. And I think this would be part of that kind of build. You've got me thinking now, like Lily Chen or something, where you just you evade and run away from everything. This is interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Pl- I'm gonna go plus one. This is an interesting card. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think I'm quite ready to to go that uh, that high, but I do uh, yeah. definitely like well, this card, and I have seen have encountered many situations as a solo player where. If I had this in my hand, it would be uh, the answer to my prayers. So, Well, one thing to note about that is it's a tactic. It can go on stick to the plan. True. So as a as a one of, like, that's, like, perfect. Because, you know, if you, like, un- when you hit the situation you need it, if it's on stick to the plan, it's always there, ready to go. And you never, and it's never a dead draw because it's on stick to the plan. Right. The next card we're going to take a look at is Breach the Door. This is a two-cost event that costs uh, that has uh, intellect and combat skill icons, insight, tactic, and police trait. Test one combat. If you succeed, attach Breach the Door to your location with one resource on it for each point you succeed by. As leads, reduce attached locations shroud by one for each lead on Breach the Door. As much as I like Bolas... I do not like this card. Okay. I feel as though it is incredibly slow. Okay. Yeah. It's I can see that. very pricey at two. And mm-hmm. at this stage of the game, I think Guardians have uh, so many cards that let them cheat clues. You've got Scene of the Crime, you've got Greta, you've got the excellent field agent in this very box that. This card just doesn't okay. seem to thematically. I think it's amazing. Like yeah. thematically, it's great. But to me, this just seems too slow, and it's not really what guardians need to be doing. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'm thinking about this from like a different perspective. I think this is where our solo multiplayer uh, divergence really happens. Because I look at this and I think this is a way for the strength focused guardian to help you know deal with four shroud locations you know for the team because like let's say you hit a, a four shroud there aren't very many of these i'll admit but let's say you had a four shroud location that has like six or eight clues on it because you're playing three or four player and it's going to require like a bunch of tests from the team the fact that you could lower the difficulty of like all like all the tests from the team is i kind of i kind of like that and like that could be your just your support way, your support card for helping deal with the nasty locations. And I'm talking things that are just too many clues to, to too many clues for like scene of the crime to really work. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think those events, as good as they are, I think they start losing their potency in like three and four player because like you hit a location that just says it's just too many, you know. To and then when you you got to use the event effectively multiple times. Whereas breach the door, it kind of if you if you're in a team without a seeker, you know, because the seeker like is gonna mop up no matter no matter what the shroud is. Yeah. But if you're on a team, well, see that's 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 sort of the perspective I was approaching it from is is if you're yeah if I'm playing multiplayer, I sort of expect to see a seeker at the table, and I I tend to expect the seeker to just be a powerhouse and just be like shroud what what shroud and just chew through chew through clues and locations like like crazy now i I did actually play recently (laughs) where um 
we didn't have a seeker. Uh, when I was playing with uh, Nathan and Bass uh, down in Portland, we didn't have a dedicated seeker for one game. And I could see a card like this coming in very handy in that sort of situation where four shroud is is a lot to deal with yeah. if you're not a seeker. And so having a guardian come in and say, okay, well, I'm going to break the door down. We're going to lower the shroud value of this thing by two, three, I think is probably reliable. I don't like, unless you're really committing a lot to that combat skill test, I don't think you're going to get much more than two or three most of the time. Like even Mark Harrigan is at five, you draw a minus two, yeah. he's at three. You know, depending on how important the location is, you may want to pump it a little bit. So, yeah, I can I can see this definitely working in, in certain situations. I guess I sort of expect to have a Seeker around who basically treats Shroud as being largely yeah. irrelevant and the number of so. clues is... I, I think this is where divergence is happening because like my goal nowadays is to like not play with seekers ever again <laughs> <laughs> like introduce some challenge back into the game you know? <laughs> and so that's when you know if if guardians do need to pick up a couple clues along the way uh you mm -hmm. can have you know greta field agent scene of the crime etc 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 or yeah. even even like just a skill like take the initiative is usually enough to get you a clue to get you a clue that's if, true if yeah, necessary just... so maybe if it yeah. maybe i'd be more happy with this card if it actually did something with the clue it just feels like you're sort of wasting an entire action you are you to, are you are to do spending an action to effectively commit cards later you're, you're, is kind of what you're doing you know it's you're basically generating icons for the team with this because it doesn't actually get you anywhere so how would you rate this one? Oh god i think that, okay so here's the thing i just from our discussion alone it makes me want to say bless because like we could, we're talking about okay well in the right team without a seeker this is pretty good but if you're if you're playing like normally, you know, normally, and you have a, a character who doesn't care about shroud at all, this is kind of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I will have to say? I won't say what's hilarious is even though the card is called breach the door, if the door is locked, <laughs> you're still not investigating. That's true. That's true. It's, it's like, like you smash the door with a battering ram, but it's still locked. So you gotta wait. And f you gotta wait till someone finds the key to unlock the that's door. That's right. Yeah. Locked door is already uh, has already beaten this card. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as so as for a rating, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by the bless because it 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 reminds me of an Arkham a style of Arkham Horde that I enjoy very much in multiplayer, where like shroud matters. You know, and in that in that game philosophy, this is pretty cool. You know, you got somebody, you got the guardian. They're not good at clues, so what do they do? They help the team. You know, with a card like this, so I'm doing it. Well, I'm going to uh, rate it based on the other version of Arkham Horror, where shroud does not matter to most seekers, and uh, they, uh, if you've got a seeker along, they should be able to to handle most locations shroud be damned so i'm going to give this one an elder thing 
It is. I, I do agree with you, though, that I can see in uh, if you are playing in multiplayer where this could be quite useful. So, but, yeah. but the solo player in me, yeah, this is. Oh, yeah. It's solo. This is just yeah. way. <laughs> this is so slow that. Uh, oh, yeah. That uh, I would uh, not uh, be playing this. The next card we're going to take a look at is Grievous Wound. It's a one-cost event with two combat skill icons, tactic trait, fast, play after you successfully attack a non-elite enemy using a melee asset, attach Grievous Wound to the attacked enemy, forced at the end of the round, deal one damage to attached enemy. So I will say about this card that uh, level zero cards with matching combat skill icons are exceedingly rare in this game. Cards that deal bonus damage are also uh, pretty rare. Uh, most of the damage effects are attached to the weapons themselves, or in many cases, events, if you're playing uh, somebody like Nathaniel Cho. What do you think about this one? I need to ask myself, what does this have that Overpower doesn't do already? And what does this do that Vicious Blow doesn't do already? So I see what it's trying to do here. You attack the enemy, then you play it. Okay. That, that's cool. It means like where vicious blow, you have to like commit it. And then if you miss, you lose the vicious blow. There's that. Downside, it doesn't do anything until the round ends, which means the enemy gets to attack you. That's my assumption here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So an enemy phase is going to go by. I assume that the enemy is going to live because if the enemy was going to die before the enemy phase, you wouldn't play the grievous wound. So you're basically saying... I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna attack it. I'm not gonna do anything additional to it. I'm gonna spend a resource to maybe defeat it at the end of the turn. At that point, why am I not playing Vicious Blow? Because I want this to trigger multiple times. And if I want this to trigger multiple times, you know, over the course of multiple turns to eventually defeat it, Bolas does the job better. Because Bolas is like, okay, so if I want to take something out and not defeat it, I think Bolas is what you're looking for. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting card because it it's similar to Vicious Blow in a way, like you mentioned, saying that yeah. with Vicious Blow you have to commit it before you pull and there is that chance you miss and then you don't get the damage. That's always heartbreaking when that happens. This lets you see what happens first and then say, aha, I, I have grievously wounded you in the end. But the lifespan of most non-elite enemies is measured in actions, not rounds. Yeah, that's, so that's very true. if you're playing sort of a traditional guardian using a big gun or a big hammer or flamethrower or anything like that, this is not interesting to you because you are going to obliterate the enemy long before the end of the round hits. Or at least you yeah. should be. If you're not, well, you've got bigger problems. Yeah, plus the restrictions. It has to be with a melee asset. It has to be a non-elite enemy. You know, it's like the effect's kind of small that it doesn't even deserve those restrictions. If it's said at the end of the investigator phase, I I, I think this might have a place. Yeah. Now, I have seen some, some yeah. talk of, of investigators who might be interested in this. And so if it's not going to be interesting to like sort of your traditional big gun, big weapon guardian who's just going to smash things and destroy them, then you're looking at somebody who's playing more of the finesse game, 
Maybe I've, I've seen Daniela mentioned because she has that auto evade. So she can auto evade, then tag it, then drop this on it. Sort of kill Why? it that way. Why just kill it? But you see, know? that's the thing. That's the game. Yeah. The game as we sort of play it these days rewards you for just obliterating enemies. There's really no point yeah. in... I mean, it's maybe true. if you end up with a, a very large enemy... You evade it, tag it with this, and then just let it bleed out. But once again, you're looking at a you're looking at a game where enemies are often like five health. You know, we and we discussed those with bolas. Like, this doesn't happen very often. But at least with bolas, it just solves the problem. You know, like where I feel like this doesn't solve the problem. You know, this this grievous wound. Like, let's say you run into a six health enemy, right? And you deal two damage to it with your machete. Let's say. You attach Grievous Wound. Okay, the enemy's still attacking you. <laughs> you know, like, and it's yeah. still going to attack you for, like, for um, a total of four, you know, enemy phases before it goes down. So it's like, why did I play this? When you could have just played Bolas and dealt with it. I mean, we haven't seen what the, uh, the Scarlet Keys campaign expansion holds yet in terms of enemies. I, I know we always say, well, they're... One of these days, there will come a day. Go. There will come a day. One of these days, when we get a, <laughs> a get a campaign where enemies are tough to deal with, and you need alternative means to deal with them besides just smashing them in the face. But uh, six years on, yeah. the number of enemies that require that amount of uh, of tact is uh, few and far between. And even then, Bolas is in the same box and i think does the job better how would you rate this one auto fail just play volos instead oh wow giving this one an yeah. auto fail i mean you got like Bola. we just talked about it in the same video <laughs> <laughs> it's like just play that i don't know if i'm ready to go that far i i mean it is bonus damage but Bolas has no there's no restriction well there's there's the non-elite restriction but you don't have to use a melee item for the bolas to work you know, Bolas, it 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 prevents the thing from attacking you during the uh, enemy phase. You know, it's just like, what does this give you? <laughs> you yeah. Know? No, I'm I'm because of the double combat skill icons and the bonus damage. I'm gonna stick it uh, Elder Thing. Okay. I think okay. if you're, I mean, if you're a, if you're a guardian or an, I think probably not necessarily a guardian, maybe an off class guardian might be interested in this more than yeah, like, than a pure sorry. guardian. You got to use melee though. Like you have to use me a melee asset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is somewhat restrictive, but uh Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with elder thing and uh that uh so if you're using a melee weapon, maybe take a look at this. The icons are nice, but uh just be prepared if you you're gonna need some way to deal with the enemy possibly for several rounds um, because you're gonna probably get at least tacked at least once if not multiple times yeah. if if you're hoping to take down something with a lot of health with this it's gonna be uh, several turns in which case maybe there are other tools that are uh, worth considering oh, oh I'm sorry sorry <laughs> 
That's going to do it for part one of our look at the Guardian cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. Let us know in the comments down below what you think. Any final thoughts, uh, Matt? Bolas. Uh, Bolas is pretty cool. I like Bolas. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.